0: we
2: Marbles. oh we in the marbles in
1: the marbles hey everybody welcome to episode 67 of in the marbles with soda and ethan i am ethan you can find me on social media at viva Le ethan
2: and my name's Soda. you can find me on twitter at soda underscore hunter dude we have a
1: wild Pocono race to uh to go over, but before we do that, how are you doing this week?
2: Well, I just got home from a football game, flag football game. My uh oldest son played, and uh he's quarterback on his team, and they won thirty eight to fourteen. Oh wow, there you go. Yeah. They they score a touchdown just about every way you can. They scored a defensive touchdown, they scored three rushing touchdowns. Uh, My son threw one touchdown and uh, actually he might've thrown, I got to look back at the videos. He might've thrown two touchdowns and two extra points because they don't kick in flag football. It's, you know, they're 10 years old. So the extra point is, you know, it's like a two point conversion. Yeah. Only from a shorter distance than the two point conversion is. (laughs) That's awesome. But yeah, that was fun it's good to see them uh actually have fun because they don't tend to get on winning teams too much but like I know my my boys can play really really well but for some reason the teams all together they just don't tend to win too much so I don't uh yeah. but it, it was fun tonight Heck I'm, just yeah, getting, man. I'm just getting home from that sounds fun so 67. Might be a little difficult. I'm not for me. I got somebody right off the bat, but I do too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, who's your guy? Uh,
1: throwing it back to the 2023 Daytona 500, the 67 of Travis Pastrana.
2: Oh yeah. Okay. Not that difficult, then, huh? Yeah. <laughs> I I thought Buddy Arrington. Okay. He's a yeah 70s 80s uh, independent driver. He was the last person to drive Dodge. Um, until they came back in 2001, like years after Dodge left the sport, he's still driving a Dodge until they made Dodges illegal, because they were past like five years beyond a current car. You know, sometime in the mid 80s. So yeah, yeah, he was a Mopar guy all the way through. I don't think he ever won a race. Um, just one of those small time independent people that just didn't want to give up, like uh, J.D. McDuffie or. Um, who else would be one of them? Dave Marcus to an extent, you know, I'm a Langley, some, you know, just one of these independent guys that just didn't want to stop. They just really liked what they were doing, you know, Heck yeah. <laughs> building NASCAR out of their, uh, garage, you know, behind yeah. their house. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> Carrying their, uh, their race cars to, uh, Daytona on a roll, like a, a, a single, you know, trailer, like a, a, what's the word um open not, trailer? Not, yeah open trailer but like not gooseneck not fifth wheel but like uh you know the, the regular trailer hitch tra- yeah trailer ball trailer it was just very very simple setup just going into the pit so everybody else has got these massive 18 wheelers <laughs> more power to them that's fun. yeah yeah i i kind of hate that we don't see more open open trailers you know, or at least trailers are like glass sides, so you can see the car. You know, as they're coming down the highway or something. That's definitely getting less and less, uh,
1: or I guess more and more obscure, for sure. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, I always didn't like Penske's haulers because it never looked like a NASCAR hauler. Like even when Rusty Wallace was driving it, they just they put a big shiny silver decal all the way down the side of it, like a chrome decal and just put yeah. Penske on it with a basic stripe all the way down. There's no, no wild pictures of cars. No, it's not plastered Miller genuine draft or anything like that. It didn't look like an NASCAR hauler. It just looked like a Penske hauler, you know? And if you wouldn't know any better, I think they still actually do it that way. I think they still use that chrome. I look. Yeah.
1: I was going to say, I'm pretty sure they still do that.
2: Yeah. excuse me um so what do you want to do first do you want to do the giveaway first or do you want to uh, let's go into the fantasy cup before we get started okay anything let's go ahead and talk about that because after that I'll go right here on the podcast I will I got it set up I will click go live on my phone over here and I'm going to go on Facebook live and you won't actually know this until it actually comes out, but you'll yep. see the Facebook live pop up. Right now. I don't know if Ethan can join or not. We're going to test that. I doubt it, but we're going to see how it works out. Yeah. We're going to try it, but um, let's go over the, uh, fancy cup real quick. Uh, we, uh, first off, Danny Hamlin wound up, winning in the race. Yeah. And we actually have winners for the giveaway. Yes, we do. You want to go over them? <laughs> yeah. You know, I said it before and I'll say it again.
1: I am a professional uh, <laughs> podcaster and I always have my information ready to go at any given second as I stall. Okay, here we go. Yes, we did. We get we got three
2: new winners. Full disclosure, we had the we had some technical difficulty to start of this. He had to close all his windows. I didn't realize he closed this. Yeah. This cut window too. <laughs>
1: I thought I brought it up, but but we're good now. We got it.
2: Uh yeah, dude. So we had
1: three winners uh from Pocono picking diddy Hamlin. Uh that would be Justin who has won his fourth race of the season, which is a uh a historic level for anyone Matt, who is just so happens to be tied with him in the, uh, uh, for, for the lead in the point standings, he just got his third win. So I can already tell you there's no Hmm. clear cut winner when it comes to points. Of course, Justin would be declared the champion if it ended right now, because he has four wins and and Matt only has three, but also going back to back race, uh, uh, race wins is Joe. Who I just a couple weeks ago I was saying he's gonna find his first win. Well, not only that, but he ran it back this past weekend, so he is up to two wins this season. Uh, yeah, pretty much what I was uh, getting with is that Justin and Matt both are still the point standings leader with 764 points. Drew is set in third, so do you are fourth. Nicole has made her way up to the top five. Yeah, was uh, a
2: strong top. What was it? Is it second place? I uh, think So she? she finished third. Yeah,
1: because we we chose we both chose uh, Truex to win.
2: Uh,
1: so Jessica got uh, is sixth. Billy is seventh. John is eighth. Josh is ninth. RJ is tenth. I am not in the top ten, which is super depressing. Uh, I am 11th, Rock is 12th, Tim is 13th, Joe is 14th uh, with that second win of the season. Caitlin, oh, I feel it. Uh, Caitlin is 15th, and Jody is 16th.
2: I'm not going to be able to live it down if Nicole beats me. Especially her coming from behind the way she did.
1: My goodness, yeah. I'm not
2: going to live it down. Um, I'm upset because me and you talked before we even recorded last week my initial pick was hamlin yeah it it was hamlin i mean me and you talked about it but yeah. like well i don't want to do exactly what the leader is going to do because you want to gain ground and in reality i should have just done that and i wouldn't have lost anything so you know i guess from now on i'll just ignore what i see and i just go with my gut yeah because it, sh- I should have won that
1: race. <laughs> Sometimes, man, um, I'm pretty sure I had Truex down from the start, so I didn't. He was kind of my person. I also have a person in mind for this weekend at Richmond, but I'm not going to say anything. I want to see practice and qualifying, even though I will be at mm-hmm. work for all that. So I'm going to have to play catch up uh, when I come home. But I have someone in mind, and I'm pretty pretty excited about
2: it yeah i jumped the gun with mine because kyle bush won his 100th uh got his 100th win in the truck series on his own equipment and i was like okay i don't care i'm not looking at practice kyle bush is gonna do it he's got the momentum and man he hit the he he probably hit the wall 100 times (laughs) during that race and just especially right there at the end he was running like 14th or so and then he hit the wall again Near the end, and I don't even know where he finished. I think it was outside the top twenty, but twenty first. Godly, man. Anyway, um, man, you are really flipping a coin if you pick a Kyle this year. Oh, I'll tell you, <laughs> there is no good luck. Besides, I mean, Kyle obviously
1: had three wins so far this season. Yeah, uh, but Kyle
2: Larson's got a win too. But how many bad finishes do they have? Oh my goodness. And they're all over the place. I mean, Kyle Bush didn't he just finish last the other week?
1: Yes, he did. I mean, yep.
2: geez, <laughs> and I know Kyle Larson's finished last at least once this year, so yes, yeah, it <laughs> was it one you picked.
1: <laughs> yes, it was <laughs> absolutely the three times that I picked him, it seems like he finished in the 30s.
2: <laughs> oh oh man yeah it's a really really interesting season it's all over the place the people that you figure you could easily pick like chase elliott or um even now alex bowman because i thought alex bowman was looking pretty good and then he wrecked at the end yeah you know and um kyle bush kyle larson these are like four solid picks right that just aren't doing anything right now i mean like i said like i said we got we got wins with right Bowman, Larson, and no Bowman didn't have a win, but Larson and Kyle actually do have or Bush, I'm sorry. Um they actually do have wins, but man, it's just it's so scary to pick those guys because you never know what you're gonna get with them. Right. It's literally a coin flip. So
1: I know it's uh really interesting to watch as well. Uh like the cannot pick list is mm-hmm. getting longer and longer. So I'm going to run through those really fast just because there's a ton of drivers that a lot of our participants cannot pick anymore. So really fast. I cannot pick Kyle Busch, Kyle Larson, Martin trucks, jr. Jessica cannot pick Kyle Larson and Ross Chastain, Tim cannot pick Denny Hamlin, Brad Kozlowski, Kyle Larson, or Ryan Blaney. I almost said Ryan Newman, Ryan Blaney. John cannot pick Kyle Busch, Kyle Larson, or William Byron. Some heavy hitters there. Joe cannot pick Larson, Elliott, or Chastain. Drew Vintzel cannot pick William Byron, Chase Elliott, Kyle Busch. RJ cannot pick Logano or Byron. Justin cannot pick Larson or Hamlin. Billy cannot pick Elliott, Logano, Bowman. Rock cannot pick Chastain or Elliott. And Caitlin cannot pick Byron or Kyle Busch. And Nicole cannot pick Martin Shreks Jr. anymore.
2: So who can I not pick? Uh, You you're still good. You have
1: (laughs) at least one more for everyone.
2: So I'm trying my best to keep some picks for the chase. Yeah, or I'm sorry, the playoffs. I'm trying my best, but all the people that I've been saving, they have fallen off the face of the earth. Right. So I'm not really sure what my strategy is (laughs) going to be when the chase comes around. I think I got a pick for Daytona, um, but. Oh, goodness, I'm not sure how this is going to work. Richmond this weekend, I, I'll have to do some studying. I'll have to do some uh, research with the qualifying and practice, like you said, because now, you know, I still have everybody wide open. But at the same time, I do want to try to save some things because when it gets down to the final the final race yeah, and somebody has a shot to win the championship... Mike, more than one person is eligible to win this championship. Yeah. You're really going to want somebody that is in the top four of the championship. Right. Like you're going to want one of those final four guys because they usually, exception of last year, they usually finish one, two, three, four, and they finish one, three, four, whatever, and wherever Chase Elliott finished last year. So they're, they're usually bringing the absolute best they have. I guess last yeah last year they finished one three four didn't they? Because Blaney finished second. Um, yeah, you really want one of those guys, and hopefully, whenever it comes down to it, I have one of those guys. You know, but <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> I know <laughs> I won't. That's for sure. <laughs> well, right now you just can't pick Kyle Busch, Kyle Larson, and was uh, one, one more who couldn't you pick Truex.
1: Sure. Well, yeah, I don't want to talk about it.
2: <laughs> I don't. I don't know if Larson has it this year to be in the final four. Um, Kyle Bush could, but God, he's all over the place. He needs to yeah. win every round to do it, you know, and just to make sure. Which he could. Um, honestly, Larson could too, but I mean, I don't know. Truex looks like he's about a lock right now, but I th- I thought that about William Byron at the beginning of the year. So it's Evan Flow, right? Yes. So we'll, we'll see who uh let will see who gets hot in the last you know 12, 13 races here. I guess we got about 15, 16 to go. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's about 15. Uh, so I think 15. Yeah. Um, so let me do the giveaway. I am going to go live right now. Three, two, one, and I'm live right there. Okay, I'm on Facebook Live right now, and if you're on Facebook Live watching me, I'm actually recording the podcast. Would find no? Don't don't allow. Don't allow. Stop. Okay. Oh, oh, it's got a delay. Goodness gracious. Um, I'm on Facebook Live right now. Yeah, you can just watch, can't you? You can't yeah. actually join the video. We tried really- to get Ethan to join the video, but he's just watching right now. Hey, Matt is watching. Well, we're actually recording the podcast right now. You can't hear Ethan on Facebook live. He's in my headphones, but he's watching at least. And he's listening to me talk. We're doing the giveaway.
1: Oh, wait, hang on! I, I can ask, ask you to
2: join your live broadcast. broadcast. You can ask. Okay. How do I don't know? I just sent you a request Wants to join you on video. Yeah. Let's see if it'll work. Approve. Yeah. Uh, send invite. Unable to add guests.
1: Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no.
2: I got so excited. Um, Invite. Let's see. Yeah, let's try Wait, it again.
1: Okay. Join. Okay. So it's asking me if I want to jo- uh, join your live video room. And it's asking me if I want to join audio only or join on camera.
2: Well, see if you can join on camera. You won't be able to hear
1: me. I'm but hearing here you. I am.
2: There you are. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Let me turn you down.
1: Oh,
2: sorry. There we go. All right. So, hopefully, I didn't mess up the audio on Facebook Live. Uh, is everybody can you can you hear me on Facebook Live? Everybody, anybody that's watching, am I coming through on Facebook Live?
1: I I'm listening to you through my headphones.
2: You're actually synced up oh. with with my headphones.
1: Oh yeah, that's crazy. I can that, I can tell
2: that, that. That's weird because when I heard you and I heard me on your screen. It was. This is weird. This is okay. We're testing stuff here. We've yeah. never, never actually really done this fun. before, but we got the um, we got the giveaway right here. I got this is the best I can come up with on short notice. I got a Disney World popcorn bucket. Okay, and see it's completely empty there. I'll bring it back up when I do all this. But I got the three names of the people that won here. They're probably backwards on the screen, but yes. Uh, there's Matt. There's Justin, and there's Joe. So I'm going to take these. A no, it, they're backwards. I need, oh. to write, I need to learn how to write backwards. <laughs> yeah. So I'm folding each one of them up really small. like um, About like that, right? Yeah. And there's the empty popcorn bucket. I'm going to dump each one of them off in that. This is great audio, too. I hope great you're able audio. to watch Facebook Live. Maybe sync it up in retrospect if you have <laughs>
1: This is something we've been talking about for a while, for a few weeks now. So this is also a, a
2: big test run for us. It's also gonna be funny when it all completely messes up our uh, audio. On- oh, podcast. I'm gonna be so mad! Uh. <laughs> You're watching a live uh, recording of the podcast of In the Marbles. We've never this done that before. Very inventive for us. Yeah, we're not doing the whole show. We're just doing no. We're just doing this. I ain't ready for the whole show yet. No. Oh, uh, unedited and all that? Yeah, right. Ooh. Okay. There we go. We got three pieces of paper in there. All right. If you want to know the price, these are the prizes one person is going to win. There's a sun drop soda with Dale Jr. on them. And here is the Hell Melon Ross Chastain. And you can see these scrapes. Uh, best I can. It's probably blurry, but.
1: Yeah, wow, it looks good.
2: good. You can see the scrapes where he uh, ran up against the wall. At Martinsville. And this goes to one of these three people that won this past week. So, right there. See, I have no idea. No idea. All right. Three, two, one. Let's pick this one. All right. The winner, the points leader. Oh, awesome. Justin wins. I was kind of, he deserves it. He's been points leader all, all year long. Really cool that he actually got the win one. Justin, if you're reading this, if you're watching, if you're reading this, if you're listening to this, if you watch this, if you hear the podcast first, if you see Facebook live first, whatever, send me a DM, send me your address. I will mail these off as soon as I can, by the end of the week, especially. So congratulations. And um, you want to do the prize for this week coming up? Didn't you have something to tease with that? Yeah, but I have to read it off my phone, pal. Oh, so you can't (laughs) do it on Facebook live. I I mean, I can Listen to the podcast. And he'll explain everything. (laughs) Ethan's about to explain everything on uh, the podcast. If you want, I mean, if if you want to improvise for a minute, I can go get it it and just show it. it. Improvise? Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Improv. Improv. Make them laugh laugh or something. Make him laugh. (laughs) I don't have my recorder. I don't have my recorder. My shooty flute. That gummit. Anyway. But my brother actually got these um from North Carolina. I haven't had a sun drop soda in forever, but I'm not actually going to drink these. I just think they're really cool. They're little collector's items, right? Because this is what one of his first cars was a late model sponsored by Sundrop. So that's really neat. Uh we he got a whole 12 pack and I got two here. I sent Ethan a couple and I got one or two extra from the 12 pack still that I'm going to throw in with this Ross Chastain diecast. I thought that would be a really cool Cool little unannounced kind of thing, just to—I don't know, just to liven up your uh, your shelf or something, right? So, uh, I hope I hope you like that, Justin. I hope the Rochester Chastain diecast is really cool. I hope you actually wanted it, <laughs> as I know, like Rochester Chastain can be a little polarizing and stuff like that. But um, okay. there he is. He's I'm back. back. Okay, so go ahead. Uh, explain what's happening at Richmond.
1: All right, so we have a lot of really cool giveaways. Um a lot of them, you know, are raised win um diecast cars from last season stuff like that. But the one thing that I received this week from our good friend Josh J who is also in the Fantasy Cup series is a uh, a lot of diecast cars that he's just willing to uh, put as giveaways. So I kind of put a teaser out, which I don't know. Did
2: you see my teaser? I did. Did it have a video at all? It did. Oh, it did. Okay. Did Did I post post it twice? twice? I think you posted it on Twitter and Facebook, but I don't know if you posted on Facebook twice.
1: Because I guess I was in a hurry, and the first time that I posted it, the video didn't post along with it. But um, So that got a little confusing. That didn't go exactly how I had planned. But to get down to it, Look at that! The NASCAR oh. Authentics uh, Kentucky Raced Win Cole Custer.
2: That's his uh, only win.
1: His only Cup win. Yeah,
2: might be his only Cup win. Period. So <laughs>
1: I thought, you know, what scale? Because he also sent me the 124 oh, wow. scale Elite of the exact same car. So I thought, well, it's a it's a match made in heaven. So whoever wins this weekend at Richmond. We'll win both of these. So So you get get the big big version, version, the elite version, and you get the
2: NASCAR authentic version as well. I am completely eligible for this one. I just want to let you know. I wasn't eligible for this because I have one on my shelf behind me over here. Okay. But we got two, and you know it's like a $10 diecast, so it ain't like it's Mm -hmm. not a crazy big giveaway, but still something you can only get at LionelRacing.com, and I don't think you can get them anymore. Honestly, True. I so the fact that I had one and, you know, I, I have this extra still in the box here. That was the point of the giveaway, but I wasn't going to, obviously me and Nicole, we were not going to enter ourselves into this. Right. You know, we're just winning for points. I want what you got. Yeah. So, okay. I'm entered in that one, yeah. <laughs> but I win. I'm, I'm, you put my name in the drawing. I will definitely do that.
1: Uh, Obviously, myself and Jessica are not eligible for this uh, giveaway. And obviously, um, Josh probably doesn't want to be involved with it if he wins this weekend as well. So uh, that's three people taken out of the pot no matter what. So I'm still going to try to win the race and get those points because I need it desperately. But (laughs) I won't be putting my name for this.
2: And uh, eventually, I think Drew's got some cards to give away too. We'll we'll work on that later on down the road, for sure. Um, but yeah, all right. We that was the giveaway uh, on Facebook Live. His first little venture into this uh, technology here of doing a a little dual stream here. Um, I wonder how it comes across on the podcast. We'll see.
1: I'm so curious, to be completely honest, and to get. I don't know. Can I do this?
2: This is yep. what I'm
1: looking out at, <laughs> my backyard. So I have the dining room uh, light on, so like all my neighbors can just look in our back window and see well, me.
2: <laughs> again, this is riveting audio. Riveting. Really? <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: Fantastic. All right, I'm in the live, man. All right. All right. Congratulations, Justin. Congratulations, Justin. All right. Live broadcast is ended. It says post for 30 days. Ooh. Yeah, post for 30 days. What the heck?
1: Why not? That was fun.
2: Okay, let's see. Yes, I know. We're, look, I'm not editing any of this out, okay? Yeah. You no. have witnessed a, an experiment. <laughs> yes. So it's just going to be there.
1: Hey, can you improvise a little bit longer? Because this is freaking me out how my curtains are just wide open.
2: (laughs) Go ahead. All right. I'm just trying to create the, uh, the post now. Congrats, Justin. No, I can't even spell congrats. Oh, my gosh. Congrats, Justin.
1: All right.
2: And post. See if that comes up.
1: That was That's really fun. fun. I'm, I'm glad, glad that, that we did that.
2: that. Now, if you well, are... Okay, I'm deleting that. <laughs> <laughs> it came up by itself. I know, <laughs> I just saw it. Whatever. Okay. But um,
1: it's fine. right underneath it.
2: No, uh, it's fine.
1: Yeah. Cool.
2: All right, that works. Yeah, Like I said, um, I'm not editing any of this out. It's too much work. I. Uh, um, it's going to be really funny. <laughs> if we
1: do have any listeners that are not involved with the fantasy cup, they have no idea what's going on.
2: Well, they should be involved with the fantasy cup then
1: one. Yeah, exactly. So, and that's another thing, uh, you know, we used to do giveaways and we used to just include anybody that entered, you know, retweeted it or whatever. Now you have to be exclusively in our fantasy cup, which costs no money. There's no, right. no, I like Patreon.
2: that. Yeah. I like that. We have something unique to where it isn't like a retweet, uh like, subscribe, right? Um, you know, screenshot, subscribe or something, or a Patreon only, you know, it, we don't have that kind of a giveaway. Right. We have, just be a part of our fantasy cup, and it's free to join.
1: Yeah. Like, I, I really I mean, like, completely free, and like the, the prizes that we try to get, is not just something that you can go, spend 10 bucks at at Walmart. Obviously, the NASCAR Authentics, you know, five bucks a Walmart, whatever. Um, but like, I'm going to peel back the curtain a little bit and kind of tell not all of the prizes, but let, you know what? I'll, I'll say this I'm going to tell you two of the giveaways for next season, the 2024 season, because I'm sure everybody's probably going to forget about it by then. <laughs> so just to give you a little taste of just two of the giveaways for next season, how about a Ross Chastain 2023? nashville raced win 124 skill dual autographed elite diecast
2: yeah i could just give it to me yeah
1: well (laughs) see here's another thing here's (laughs) the second one how about a 2023 D hamlin pocono raced win 124 skill autographed elite diecast that was just last. This is that. That's the yeah. That's the one
2: that just just happened. Yeah.
1: It's autographed. Both of them are autographed. Elite diecast cars.
2: cars. I mean, these are not
1: just ten dollars little items. This is like no. You know, I mean, it's it's a lot of money type of thing. You know, so I'm some. This is something that, obviously, if I didn't have, if we were not having a lot of fun with, we wouldn't be putting, you know, our time, effort, money energy into it and i'm having such a blast even though i am losing pathetically dude i am still having an absolute blast and this um i want to give a shout out to josh j because he gave me a tote full of diecast cars some of them are 124 scale some of them are uh 164 scale some of them are the box that the ross chastain you just gave away some of them are in that box some of them are nascar authentics um all of them are really cool And if you like elite diecast cars, you're in luck. If you like first win truck uh, diecast cars or diecast trucks, you are in luck. There's so many awesome, awesome giveaways that are coming this season. It's not even funny. It's going to be a blast. That's really cool.
2: And um, of course, like I said, you don't have to be in it long term. To you know, like go for the points to be entered in any of this stuff. That's right. that's kind of the that's what will keep you going if you are out of the points. Because, like, if you if you're far enough down, and you're like, okay, I'm basically don't have a shot winning the championship, but there's still giveaways every week. Absolutely. There's still races to be won. You know, that's kind of like the beauty of it all. Like, and- yeah, the winner of the championship will get a, a championship trophy. And yeah. then the Marbles Fantasy Cup fans, uh, fa- the Championship Trophy at the end of the year. I have it. as in a box just waiting to be shipped to somebody and or stay on my shelf, whatever. And um, <laughs> if you're not in that, just go prize hunting. Yeah. That's a lot of NASCAR racers used to do that back in the day. Heck yeah. That's um honestly at this
1: point I kind of know that my chances of going back to back championships uh in our fantasy <laughs> cup is very slim. So uh, honestly is that starting to hit you right now. <laughs> I don't like to talk about it, soda, actually. Um so honestly, all I'm doing is I love diecast cars. So uh I made a promise to myself that I would I would not keep any diecast cars, you know, except for the ones that I was actually at the event, or if I successfully guess the the winner. So, for an example, uh, when I got my first win with uh, Christopher Bell at the Roval last year, I wasn't there, but that diecast is on its way. Kyle Busch at Auto Club earlier this season, that's getting shipped out on uh, September fifth. I'm really excited about this stuff, and and so for an example, let let's say ty from three brews podcast wants to join he can join right now and of course he's not going to win the championship this season but he can win up to you know like a whole bunch of prizes you know oh, yeah. and it's awesome i i love it
2: um i think what we should do now we have a uh we have one question that we can answer we have two we have two you have one i don't have yes okay well, the one I have, let's, let's answer these couple of questions. We'll take a break and then we'll talk about Pocono and Richmond and we'll get out of here, dude. Perfect. Um, the question I have is from, uh, Tales from New State, Drew. He asked, uh, well, he tells us, give me your dream NASCAR reveal. And, uh, in the, uh, in the same vein of San Diego Comic-Con. Yeah. This happened like a NASCAR toy or NASCAR diecast or something reveal. Oh. No rules. Oh, gosh. Okay. I say toy because I feel like you're going the same direction you typically do go.
1: What? Kyle Busch action figure? Yeah. When <laughs> the 24, WWE 24-7 championship?
2: Yeah. I don't know
1: what you um, <laughs> You know, oh, I'm so disappointed in myself because when I was actually at work when I heard this question and I gasped, like, in front of my coworkers, I was like, oh, yes, like, I love, love, love this question. And I was going to message you, and I have the attention span of a squirrel. I was going to text you right then and there, but I realized it was 2 o'clock in the morning and you probably wouldn't appreciate that. Uh, I was going to make a note to myself to ask you if we should do a top five. And I forgot that.
2: Yeah, I'm not quite prepared for a top five. How about
1: this? Can we hold that question off until next next episode and we can have a top five dream list.
2: Yeah, we'll do that. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll compile a top five and next week we'll answer that. Okay.
1: Cause I already know like three of them right off the top of my head.
2: I honestly, I would have had to kind of come up with one off the top of my head. Cause they've made just about everything.
1: Yeah. Oh,
2: well, unless you're Lionel racing lately and they yeah, cancel was... everything because nobody orders them. I'm still upset. Yeah. (laughs) Anyway, uh, what's the question you have? Um, Okay. This is a really
1: fun one um, that came from the Canadian himself, Jody (laughs) Mitchell. He said, in honor of the helmet toss from the race this weekend, my question is, uh, have you or Soda ever thrown a fit of rage, either while racing, driving, or crew chiefing? Or maybe it was just a, a video game. So the way I took this question was, what, um, have you ever like gotten so mad that you've thrown something? What was that object that you threw? What was the backstory? So I'll let you go first because I, I have two. Uh, mm-hmm. One is gonna be a longer story that has absolutely no payoff. But it's a long story, but has no payoff. <laughs>
2: I don't know if I've ever gotten that way while I raced. I mean, I know I've been like mad and upset, but it was more just because like I couldn't get past about 7th place. Yeah. You know, and 7th place on a dirt track is equivalent to about 21st in NASCAR. It's aggravating to be midfield. You know, when you used to maybe win and now for some reason the car that you won in can't get past seventh or eighth place. That's really aggravating because you're you're not even nowhere near winning if you're constantly seventh or eighth place. But uh, I'm trying to think if there was any particular moment. Probably not in a video game. Um, I could probably see myself back in the day with a uh, PlayStation Two. Um, the old EA sports games like nascar racing yeah. nascar thunder 2003 or something when um i would try to run a 500 mile race on those things but the the racing was so weird that people would get so strung out and you'd end up only having like two or three people in the lead lap yeah by the end of it no cautions would come out hardly <laughs> yeah and and then you go and like you want you try your best to do like full damage will do full damage. Won't we'll be the most realistic thing. And with about fifteen laps to go, you might hit the wall and ruin your car and yeah. crash out. But, well. Yeah.
1: So the reason I'm laughing is because <laughs> I literally just did all of this. I didn't. I didn't hit the wall, and I well, I did hit the wall. I didn't crash though. Um, <laughs> I literally got off work at four o'clock, texted you, "How much time do I have?" You said, "Let's do it around 8. So that gives me four hours. Uh, a little OCD thing that I do uh, on video games is if i've been to the race i always race it at a hundred percent race length uh and like full damage dnfs the whole thing um legend difficulty like as hard as it possibly can i have a custom setup you know the whole thing and uh i just went I think, I, I don't know, 167 laps at Kansas in a truck right before. And I finished it right before we started recording. <laughs> uh, but the I'll kind of jump ahead really fast. So the story, uh, I have two. So he said during, you know, ever like in real life or in a video game. So I have a story for both. The short one is the video game. Um, I was doing a Bristol night race. 500 laps at bristol on nascar heat five this is just like two years ago three years ago Uh, i just moved back in with one of my friends from uh, moving back from minneapolis and i led 498 laps and with pit strategy not falling my way second place caught me with two laps to go i led the the last lap but coming out of turn four it was Joey Logano, and he has been a rival of mine. So on NASCAR E5, rivals can put you in the wall. He got underneath me on the last, on the turn four of the last lap. Everybody of who it could have been, it was, of course, Joey Logano, puts me in the wall. I finish, I don't, uh, 0.0048 or something, just barely. And I was so mad. I went. <laughs> I went to my bedroom and I my fist went through the door uh, it was a really shallow it, like, it wasn't a heavy door whatsoever it was a flimsy, very flimsy door and my fist went through the door I was so, so upset
2: What about um? <laughs> what about real life?
1: Okay. Oh, that's still good I'm so still mad. trying
2: to I'm still trying to think of if, if I even have a moment where I got so mad in real life, but I really don't think I did. I was just more mad at myself for not performing, you know?
1: Yeah. So the real life situation actually just recently happened. So, uh, every year after the NASCAR season, uh, concludes, there's a dirt race here, not here. I don't live in Tulsa, Oklahoma, but, uh, in Tulsa, Oklahoma, it's called the Tulsa shootout. It's the same racetrack, the same venue, the Tulsa expo center, uh, that holds the Tulsa Shootout. It's the same exact venue, same track as the Chili Bowl. Two weeks after, so the Shootout is always December, the last week of December. The Chili Bowl is also uh, always the second week of January. So, I this just happened last this past December. Uh, I knew the Tulsa Shootout was happening. I did not have to work that day. And I was sitting at home. I was like, man, I really want to go to it, but I'm not really going to, you know, it's not really that big of a deal. So I'm sitting at home. Uh, Jessica's home too. We're sitting on the couch watching TV. And I have a friend locally that was down there. And he wasn't racing. He was just down there just to kind of look around and meet his friends and stuff. And he calls me out of the blue, which he never really calls me. And he says, hey, um, what are you doing? and now I live about th- two and a half hours from Tulsa, maybe closer to three hours. And I said, nothing, man. I'm just sitting here, watch TV. What's up? And he said, Hey, are you still crew chiefing? Now at this point, I've only had one, maybe, uh, maybe two races under my belt. I, I don't, you know, I'm just kind of guessing at what I'm doing. Um, I've only worked on modifieds, so I don't really know anything else. And he says, Hey, I. I have a friend here who's from Texas and you know, honestly, I don't even remember the driver's name. I know his first name is Travis, but I don't remember his last name. That was just how, um, how quickly all of this just transpired. And he called me and said, Hey, um, I have this friend named Travis. He's down here and his crew chief just uh, contracted or just found out that he had COVID 19 the morning he was leaving from Texas to Oklahoma. So he said, "Hey, um, you know, they desperately need someone to sign as the crew chief. Are you interested?" And I was like, "Man, I don't know. I don't want to, you know, drive all that way." And he said, "Not nah, Ethan. I think you should probably listen. You know, at least have a conversation with him." So I did. He passed the phone off to him and introduced himself. He kind of was talking whatever. Said, "If if we win, I can afford to pay you x amount of money." If we finish second or lower, I will not be able to afford to pay you anything. Tulsa Shootout's not a million dollar win, but I mean, it's it's a pretty hefty little Mm -hmm. you know price tag or you know money bags that comes along with it. So I (laughs) I looked at Jess and of course I had it on speaker and and Jessica looked at me and said, "Go, you need to go right now (laughs) because this was." Um, for me, I mean, this would have been enough money for us to get completely out of debt and then, uh, have a couple, you know, a, a nice little, uh, safety net, I guess, you yeah. know, so I was like, Oh my gosh. Okay. Well, I don't know nothing about micros. I have no idea what I'm doing, but I was like, you know what, why not? So, uh, I immediately went and got and i don't know why i did this but um kind of in the wrestling turn like you don't want to go to a pro wrestling school your first day and be wearing a roman Reigns shirt (laughs) it's kind of the same thing with racing but not really it's not as hard but you just it's still something you just don't want to do i knew kyle bush was going to be there i don't know why? I mean, obviously, I I wanted to go to, in order to meet him again because I met him for the first time a year prior. But uh, for some reason, I just kind of grabbed my Rowdy Energy hat and my Kyle Busch Motorsports hoodie and I ran out the door. I didn't really have much time to even think about this, so I I make a close to three and a half hour trip into a two hour and fifteen minute you know trip or whatever. I get there, I am. And if you've never been in the Expo Center, it is a massive, massive building where you can fit over, I think they said over 4,000 micros. So 4,000 race cars are inside this one building. So now I get there and I already know I'm on a time crunch. I have to look around and try to find this race team that I have no idea who they are. I don't know who I'm looking for. I don't know what they look like. I don't know what the car looks like. I don't even know what number we're driving. So mm-hmm. trying to find a needle in a haystack, well, it just so happens that the car that I was helping with was two cars over from Kyle Bush and Brexton Bush. So that was unbelievably distracting. Um, so we you know, I kind of take my very little knowledge of crew chiefing. And we went out for hot laps, but then we did, uh, there was like, gosh, man, there was like 70-some, maybe over 100 heat races because there was 4,000 race cars there. Yeah. But our division alone, there was 117 cars in our division. Uh, we went out and we were 94th fastest out of 117 cars. Uh, we kept on working on it. I literally just kind of, Throwing it at the wall and seeing what stuck type of thing, uh, we ended up getting up to fourth fastest out of 117 cars. And we came down to the A Main, which is the big money race, which is the the race that yeah. it was either going to be or not. um There's a side story that I'm not going to get into because this story is way too long. uh But uh we were restarting fourth with a high line dominant racetrack, so we were outside the second row in a really really good position i think it was a 50 lap or a 30 lap feature i'm not sure jessica just woke up so you probably heard that um (laughs) but it was i believe it was eight laps to go out of a 50 lap feature and i knew it was going to be very sketchy because this racetrack has a really big berm at the bottom of the racetrack that if you clip with your open uh front wheel it will 100 shoots you into a straight wheelie and you come crashing down very hard i knew that was the risk we were taking but i really thought we had a a really unbelievably good shot of winning this so i'm sitting back in the area of our pit crew i guess uh me and the other two people that i have no idea who they were and we were watching because there's uh in the pit area you have the massive tv screen every direction that you you look you'll see what's going on and i'm sitting there my head is in my hands i can't look i don't want to look i'm looking in between my fingers like i am so scared this is a life-changing moment and we started the a main like ninth and we have made our way up to fourth eight laps to go the restart happens takes off third place who was right underneath us hits the berm goes into a complete wheelie comes crashing down on our right rear tire wow. blowing it to shreds there goes our you know shot of winning so by the time we got help to get the car back to our pit stall it the race was over and we had lost and i will tell you i had no expectations when i was driving there but after seeing the progression that we made and the hard work that we we put in all day going from 94th fastest to fourth fastest race car um and for it to end in such a heartbreak like that it was an indescribable amount of pain and just hurt so um i did i really held it together um obviously waited helped him load up and you know change the tires and stuff like that and uh the the driver was nice enough he said you know he really thought he was going to win and he was going to pay me. He was like, I'm so sorry. You know, I, once again, I can't pay you. I said, no problem. You know, like heartbroken. I'm like, no problem. Um, <laughs> so he did was, he was nice enough to, he knew that I was a Kyle Busch fan. I, I think he was warned about that. Um, and he was nice enough to go over to the Kyle, not Kyle himself, but like the people with Kyle, he ended up buying me one of their brand new t-shirts that was not available for another like four weeks uh, Mm. early as a thank you for coming and whatever. Uh, So that was really cool because I did get to see Kyle. I didn't shake his hand. I didn't say any words to him or anything. Um, His wife saw me in a KBM hoodie and she waved at me really big thinking I might've been on the team, which I have another story about which I'm not going to get into, but I was also mistaken for Kyle Bush's crew chief and actually interviewed on, uh, whether, whether it was flow or, uh, dirt vision. But after the interview, I was like, I'm not Kyle Busch's crew chief. And he was like, Oh crap. Okay. Well, don't worry about it. We're going to just erase it. Not, not use it four minutes later. It was broadcasted (laughs) on all the TVs and it said a picture of me at like the actual interview, which I was really excited about thinking like, holy crap, this is amazing and then they were like i'm standing here with ethan chambers the crew chief of kyle bush and i'm like oh no
0: oh my god no
1: you know this is my so i had a decision at that point was to live one of my fantasies or just tell him from the get-go so i lived out one of my fantasies and at the end of the interview i saw the tv camera go down and i told the guy i was like hey i'm so sorry i i'm not kyle bush's crew chief but the reason I got confused was because my driver was taking the racetrack and I thought he knew, but he saw the Kyle Busch stuff with the rowdy energy hat, the KBM hoodie thought I was the crew chief. And I was like, Oh, so that was unbelievably embarrassing. I would look up, I saw it coming. Um, I saw the interview and it, it had the little, where the name gets brought up. It says Ethan chambers after uh, underneath it, it says Kyle Busch's crew chief. And if I would have, been thinking instead of like cringing so hard like i did i could have taken out my phone and taken a picture that could have been my profile picture for the rest of my yeah. life but <laughs> uh, missed opportunity but to answer the to a very long-winded uh to answer the question i didn't i held my composure very very well until i started walking out to my truck after i gave my uh pleasantries and you know, thank my thanking everybody for the opportunity or whatever. Um, I got to my truck and I wadded up that and not anything against Kyle Bush or anything. Uh he didn't even win the race either. I just, actually I think we finished ahead of Kyle Bush up to the the tires thing happening. Uh I wadded up my hat and I threw it up the dashboard. Not like I said, it had a very unappealing ending to that a horribly long story um so yeah that's that's it <laughs> that's the story
2: um well i don't have anything like that like, involved with that that kind of a that kind of a big event or anything like that um i probably do have one thing but it's nothing to, to that magnitude it's like the biggest thing for our track was that yeah, you know, so it's a half mile dirt track. The biggest thing that we had every year is a, around the 4th of July, um, once a week. So it'd be like about a month, month long worth of stuff here. Once a week, uh, one of the classes would run for pretty decent money and 50 laps. Oh, nice. And 50 laps on a little dirt track when you're talking about, you know, small classes, beginner classes in a way. Um, that's a lot. And because before that, the most I think I'd ever run had been like maybe maybe a 20 lap race.
0: Right.
2: And this one's going 50. So um, the second time we ran that 50 lap race, I actually finished second in it, catching the leader with the fastest car on the racetrack. I just, you know, that old thing. Oh, I needed more laps. I have 50 of them, you know, but I still needed more laps. <laughs> but um, <clears throat> the first time they ran it. I had uh, I had the car that was that I thought was pretty reliable, and when I got out there in the heat race, it broke. I can't remember what broke. I want to say it was like a hub or something. Something broke in the drivetrain with it. And man, I'm so disappointed because I've been looking forward to this 50 lap race for so long, and the heat heat race was just to put you in position for the 50 lap race. But we started talking about it, like just instantly, we started talking about. It. I was like, "We have another car. It's at the house. Yeah, our our house is an hour away." So we uh we told the track people because we we have already been at that track for like two like three years or so by now. So we had we were pretty good in with the track people, and our race was main eventing that night. So we knew we had some time. So we loaded up that car, strapped it down. The other car was actually I think already um no, we had a we had a second trailer too, but the car wasn't loaded up on the second trailer. Um we took it to our house, dropped the trailer, hooked up the new trailer, went to crank the the second car and we couldn't get it to crank. Oh no. It just Something was wrong, and we we could not figure it out. It was night. We were in a rush. For some reason, for the first time ever, this car would not crank. We went from a Dodge, um, a Plymouth Sundance, I'm sorry, and we were getting in the Dodge Daytona. And it wasn't as fast on that bigger track as the Plymouth Sundance was. It was more suited for the smaller quarter-mile dirt tracks, not the half-mile. But... It was still a car to race it, you know, and see whatever happens, happens, you know. So it I don't know what ended up happening to where we finally did get it cranked after maybe about 45 minutes of working on it. But it finally did crank like, okay, I guess we figured it out. I don't know. We drove it up on the trailer, strapped it down, hauled butt back to the racetrack. And uh, Nicole's on the phone with the track while i'm driving and they're giving us like play-by-play play of like what's happening and it's like okay uh this class is just about to finish up you're next your class is next or uh they got like five laps to go your class is next and like we're pulling into the track like flying just we pull into the track park the car or park the truck unload the car i'm i'm throwing belts on i'm inside the car where she's Unstrapping it from the, the bottom and I'm I'm hooked in and crank it up. Gets you know, we roll off and I take off. There's no warm-up or nothing. I take off straight onto the racetrack for the parade laps And I hit like the second parade lap of like the five or six they ran. They actually extended the parade laps to wait on me. You oh, know, wow. to so I, because they knew I was coming. I was almost there. On the second parade lap comes to the green, the car quit again. And I couldn't do anything. I pulled to the infield, got out of the car, sat on the roof and watched the race from the infield.
1: Oh no,
0: dude.
2: That was, that is the worst night. I think even worse than like the night I broke my foot, broke my foot. That is the worst night I think I've ever had in my life. I will never forget that feeling that we did all that work and we tried so hard. And it was something I was looking, I had circled right on the calendar, so to speak. Something I've been looking forward to for so long because it was like a big race. It was like a long race, like an endurance type race on a little dirt track. And we don't get those kind of races. You know, like there was another class that only had like eight gallon fuel cells in their cars. They had to run 25 laps, throw a caution, go in the pits, fuel up and come back out and run the next 25. You know, cause they couldn't make it 50 laps. We could. You know, we were in stock cars. We could make yeah. it. And then it was always that, well, what side is of the pickup in the gas tank is your fuel on? Because some of these cars you had to run full on fuel because when they dropped down a quarter of a tank, the fuel pickup was on the wrong side <laughs> as opposed to going around the racetrack. So it would sputter <laughs> in the corners. So you have to keep it full, you know, and then some of them were on the correct side and you didn't have to have that much weight in the rear end you know, so it, it was all so many unknowns with it and you're like oh, i'm so interested what's going to happen and it just one of the most disappointing nights i think ever of my racing career and i just sat there i sat there on top of the roof in that car on the infield watched the cars go around me just pouting yeah. that i'm not in it you know oh, dude didn't pitch a fit or something but that's about as close as i can i can think I'll tell
1: you, it's (laughs) the, the horrible thing about Cinderella stories and especially racing and dirt racing, especially is that they don't prepare you for when you're on the opposite side of that Cinderella story. You know, that is, that's what life, you know, makes you a man. (laughs) I feel like, you know, having those heartbreaking situations happen where, you know, for you, if you would have won that race, you know, it would have probably, lifted your whole team's spirits you know um continue racing and stuff for me if i would have won that race at the tulsa shootout it would have completely led us to a debt-free life where we wouldn't have to be worrying about things that we're worried now it's so oh it's so frustrating Mm -hmm. (laughs) i love it
2: um thankfully i have been on the other side of that oh good twice, so (laughs) it's kind of balanced out a little bit not as not as fun as that 50 lap race would have been but yeah. you know like i won the week i come back after i broke my foot yeah kyle bush did yeah yeah there you go uh but before kyle bush did it yeah um so he uh kevin dunlapped it so <clears throat> there you go yeah well let I me mean, come on or so did i'm sorry kayfabe he so did it um, so did it yeah <laughs> lapped him again <laughs> that was legit on the back of my car i know okay
1: that's why I said
2: it. And I had, I still have a t-shirt. I'm not oh, going to lie. I still have a t-shirt. It's in my closet right now. And an NWO logo. It says D-Y-A Dunlap Jiggin.
1: Dunlap Jiggin. Mm-hmm. That's awesome.
2: I need to, I need to print those out and put them on, uh, put them on what I'm for. Oh man. I would buy a <laughs> Dunlap Jiggin J- a- t-shirt. Oh
1: man. We could totally do that.
2: I know we could. I just How got to be- find the original, the original file
1: oh that would be it's on some
2: hard drive somewhere that file is almost 20 years old okay it's it's on some hard drive somewhere (laughs) i would absolutely buy buy a
1: done laptop again t-shirt 100 percent under the in the marbles uh store yeah heck yeah man that's awesome
2: um let's take a real quick break after an hour worth of podcasting We'll take a quick break. We'll talk about Pocono and Richmond real quick. Not going to go too deep into it because we got to get on out of here. And um, before we take the break, I'm going to talk about SkinnyMixers.com. Go check them out. SkinnyMixers.com. You can get 10% off your first order by using the code MARBLES at checkout. All sorts of uh, sugar-free, keto-friendly type syrups for coffees, uh, mixed drinks like alcoholic beverages, uh, the the famous TikTok water trend going on right now that's actually there at SkinnyMixers.com you can find all these different syrups all sorts of flavors that you didn't even know they made flavors of so go check them out and you'll find something you like that's uh, SkinnyMixers.com use code marbles at checkout for 10% off the following announcement has been paid for by the Point Up a Chair podcast Tim here host of the Pulling Up a Chair with a Chair Shop podcast. If you're a fan of wrestling figures and the artists that take them to the next level, then I've got a favor to ask of you. Come check out my podcast, Pulling Up a Chair. Each episode, I sit down and talk to figure customizers,
1: figure photographers, set builders, figure collectors, podcasters, and even pro wrestlers. Just search out Pulling Up a Chair with a Chair Shot wherever you get your podcasts, and I hope you'll join me next time right here on Pulling Up a Chair.
2: So how do you make a commercial about something so random? I don't know. You make it pretty random. That's right. So if you enjoy lots of random stuff like food... Or top fives. Random facts. Dirty facts. I try to keep them clean. She tries. Uh but come listen to Tales from the Estate. We have lots of fun. We try to drop shows every week. Try. Sometimes we do, sometimes we don't. The kids are the kids are a bear. They are. Uh but yeah, come listen. Thanks. Thanks. Bye. Hi, I'm AJ. I'm Tyler. And I'm Ryan. And we're Three Brews Podcast. We're a show where us three brothers sit down to talk about booze and everything else. Check out our website, threebrewspodcast.com, and follow us on Spotify and Apple Podcast. So, Pocono this week. it Pocono is starting to... Pocono's bipolar, man.
1: I'll tell you that. Yes, it, sir.
2: It can either be... The biggest snooze fest, where people are just trying to stretch gas. They're not. I mean, we got some of that today or this this past week. Yeah, where we had a big fuel mileage thing. It's kind of weird now with the stages. Without the stages, it it could turn into a snooze fest really fast, like really fast. And then sometimes you get these Pocono races. It's just a little wild you know it's just like how many crashes do we have on a restart in turn 1 oh my goodness it's it's like for a l- little bit there it's like what are you guys doing I mean, can you even can you even drive this track <laughs> i mean come on and hamlin i think he's found a new finisher
1: yep <laughs> it looks that way for sure
2: uh, so he was going to win the race last year because he did that. to Ross Chastain before he got dq and he won the race this year because he did that to Kyle Larson, the same move, same corner, same track. That's the, uh, the Hamlin Pocono special, I guess.
1: I guess so. Can't really argue that.
2: Did you hear him on actions detrimental? I did. No contact. You hear that?
1: Ah, man, <laughs> listen, I, uh, i would i don't know i don't know how he didn't feel <laughs> the contact and you know what's funny like i wish he would have hit it a little bit harder so there would have been like some tire smoke or some like some actual like verbridge of a uh, furbridge 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 what's that you got
2: me i have no idea you
1: know? <laughs> what am i trying to say take a shot I- I have no idea. Let's just run with it. Let me see what what I can do with that. So, you know, obviously, I really wish uh, Hamlin would have uh, made a, you know, if he did make contact, I wanted him to do a little bit more verbiage. And so it would have been obvious that there there was actual contact. Um, You know, I'll tell you what. I don't see. I, I don't know if there was actual contact. Obviously, the camera angles. It tells a story, but Hamlin will tell a different story. I wasn't in either one of those race cars. So
2: Hamlin's not gonna tell him his contact because he just got penalized early this year for doing the same thing to Chastain.
1: Well, Hamlin didn't know
2: if there was contact. He came
1: on the radio and said, "Did I make contact with him?" And his father, his his father said, "No, man, you're, you're good." No,
2: no. So no, 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 no.
1: So I'm I think Hamlin is really good at packing air.
2: I think Hamlin's really good at trying to you know, like protect his butt. Yeah. After he got penalized this year for putting Chastain in the wall, he's like, well, I'm not going to get penalized for that again. He puts Kyle Larson in the wall and says, did I touch him? I can't tell. Right. I mean, come on. (laughs) uh, Either way, way, Dean Hamlin's a very smart individual, whether
1: whether it's covering covering his his own or, you know, just, Trying, trying to manipulate the, you know, like how the, the fans, fans proceed it, I guess. guess. Um, he's, he's a very, very smart Spartan individual. Yeah.
2: You know, for somebody that really speaks out on how rough NASCAR driving has gotten lately and how these new people have no respect for anybody anymore. He sure doesn't have a whole lot of respect for anybody out there. Does he? You know, you know what? I, the very first thing, thing I thought of after listening, listening to his, uh, victory lane, lane speech
1: Hmm. interview I guess, is uh what was it 2022 2021 uh, martinsville, uh, uh, martinsville with, with alex bowman how alex bowman, alex bowman, bowman took matters yeah. into the hands and put yeah. hamlin in a compromising position and remember how upset hamlin was to even go as far as interrupting
2: the the celebration yeah he he, he messed up the burnout yeah, yeah. So, so it's, it's like, like man yeah. who yeah it's just Oh, he's such a hypocrite, old hypocrite Hamlin. Um, <laughs> so that's the seventh win at Pocono, which I should have picked him. How still mad at myself for that? Deep down, I'm counting that as a win because I only didn't pick him because Kyle Bush made me think he was actually gonna do something this weekend. <clears throat> anyway, I'm beginning to feel like Caitlin picking Did Kyle you? Bush, like what in the world.
1: <sighs> yeah.
2: Um. So we also had uh. X dominated a good portion of the end of that race too. I was again to think there for a little bit that Nicole's gonna get hurt and has a win. I I was hoping I was rooting for Nicole since we both uh picked <laughs> Mark Truex. So
1: I was I was Nicole's biggest fan on that one.
2: Um. God, we had a few things happen too. Austin Dillon and tyler reddick got into yeah. it a little bit um austin Dillon swears tyler reddick should have gave up the spot and um austin dylan says i had to make the corner He's like yeah you had to <laughs> but you didn't have to cut all the way down to the bottom of the racetrack when somebody's on the inside of you yeah but i mean it's pretty clear right austin dylan cut reddick off oh 100 and i'm 100%. an rcr
1: loyalist now uh, the heart uh, uh now that bush, bush is, is over there i'll be rcr until you know i die but man austin yeah. Dillon versus tyler reddick former teammates, teammates just simply last year yeah. obviously there's no love lost between rc and, and tyler reddick when rc comes on the radio and says oh eat this whatever um bad take man austin dylan my, my guy, guy listen you did not. You are not, not the victim in that situation whatsoever. And that, that helmet toss, toss. my guy, listen, oh man. I, I hope you fight, fight better, better than you throw helmets, helmets because you suck.
2: Yeah, he missed. Um, He missed pretty bad, too. Horribly. Yeah. He's no Tony Stewart when it comes to throwing helmets. He'll hit you on the windshield. You, you know, know what, what the, the funniest thing, thing about, about that helmet, helmet,
1: helmet toss was?
2: Hmm. You, you know, know Austin Dillon
1: used to be like a, uh, like a national, national youth baseball national
2: champion, champion pitcher. Well, I bet the batter wasn't traveling like seventy miles an hour. Well, yeah, well, yeah, but I, I mean, know. a little <laughs> bit more <laughs> accuracy, my guy.
1: Well, come, come on now, my goodness!
2: Try to hit the strike zone at a at a person running seventy miles an hour. See how you feel. <laughs> well,
1: that's <true>. I mean, <laughs> but, I, but yeah, I mean that's
2: true. Yeah, but at, at the same time, the the car is a lot b- bigger than a than a batter and a batter box.
1: Yeah, I think I it would have made, made if just, uh, if Reddick
2: didn't, you uh, know, turn. Yeah, he swerved out away from it a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Um, let's see who else. There was there was some backfield back markers. It was Ryan Priest versus yeah. Corey the okay, Joy. Okay, I can't remember the second person. I remember Ryan Priest. Do you even know what happened there? Yes.
1: So I, I was, was actually, actually watching. Um, if you don't, I don't know if it was Twitter or Instagram. I'm, I'm sure, sure if you go going, and uh, search Corey Lejoy. Lejoy. Um uh, I, don't I don't listen, listen to Stacking Pins after that whole thing with Kyle So I just kind of stopped, stopped listening. But I did listen in to a little clip that I saw on Instagram where he was explaining that uh, Alex Bowman, they, they were going, going into, into the, the tunnel turn or the dog leg. And um, obviously, Austin, um, oh Corey LeJoy and Alex Bowman have had a couple of runs this season. Um, they, I guess, Corey LeJoy was on the inside of uh, Ryan Preece going down into turn two. He saw the 48 dive to the inside of both of them, putting LeJoy in the middle of, of that three-ride situation. I guess he kind of figured... Uh, Alex, Alex Bowman was just going to sit it because they've had, a, you know, they've roughed each, each other up early, you know, earlier this season. So LeJoy was arcing the turn as if he was going three wide in the middle
2: when actual uh, Alex Bowman
1: let off the gas and let a race two by two through the dog leg. Well, Ryan Priest is on the very, very top. He gets spun because LeJoy thought the 48 was going to send it and he never sent it. Mm-hmm. So it was just a, it was an absolute racing deal. Uh, Ryan Preece just eradicates him. <laughs> and he was saying that he uh, he was watching Priest run up to his car. And he had everything off besides his helmet. And he had his visor up. And he slid his visor down. And just, I mean, what are you supposed to do at that point? I mean, he knew what was going to happen. And he just started slapping his helmet many, many, many times before his crew got in there and broke it up. <laughs> my goodness and what
2: was that for 2020?
0: 25th yeah <laughs> it <was> 25th yeah <laughs>
2: perspective guys just oh, a little yeah. perspective i mean <laughs> larson got crashed out of the win and all he did was just rough yeah. up under caution
1: he uh, well he, he also gave Diddy allen a piece of his, of his mind that i interviewed probably the absolute, absolute best, best. Kyle Larson, Larson interview I've never seen because we've never seen, yeah, seen Kyle Larson and I was pissed off
2: yeah, like that. Yeah, but he didn't go to Victory Lane and start slapping the dude's face. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah, for, for sure. sure. Yeah. yeah, so, um, I personally don't like what Larson did back at Hamlin. I mean, I don't. I'm not mad that he that he bumped him and showed his displeasure under caution. I'm not mad about that. I don't like the way he did that because it's like, especially a track this fast, it right. looked like to me he was trying to cut his left front tire. Okay. And that's a heck of a thing to have happen to you when you go off into turn one at 190 miles an hour.
1: Should there NASCAR should should post a possibility for Clarkson doing that? that?
2: I kind of feel like he should have at least been put at the back of the line.
1: I, I feel, feel like, like there, there should be... be some penalty because how, how, is that, how is that how can you not see that as a possible race manipulation trying, trying to blow one, one of his tires, tires so he has to hit if I'm not just
2: hit. he didn't just do that too. He he actually put him in the wall. Yeah. The he stuffed he, him. It, it's actually amazing that Hamlin's car ran decent enough to finish up there like that. Right. It went on the last restart. Because I know that was his intention was to mess mess his car up enough to where he's at some kind of aero disadvantage or maybe even a blown tire. For, for sure. Short and somebody else will end up winning a race. I know that's exactly what he tried to do. For, For sure. He's like, I might not win, but Hamlet's not going to win. Exactly. That kind of mentality. You know that mentality Matt Kenseth had at Martinsville against Joey Logano? Oh, not that was beautiful, beautiful. though. Yeah. That, oh. I'm not going to win a championship. You ain't either. Yeah, that's, that's right. I, mean. I, I love that. That's, <laughs> oh. But I don't know. Pocono is a different story when you saw some of these guys, how hard they hit in turn one. Austin Dillon hit that wall a ton. That car was junk.
1: Yeah.
2: When he got done with it. Like, all four tires look like they were pointing different directions. It's just, man. Anyway. um, Well, that was the race at Pocono. Did anything else stand out to you about the race? So, uh, we pretty much covered the basics of it i think
1: yeah um not you not, know nothing, nothing else, else really I,
2: well i, I mean, mean except, except for the fact, fact that on saturday, saturday kyle bush, bush right.
1: takes uh the truck series yeah. win which is the 100th career win for kyle, kyle bush, bush motorsports 99 of those being in the truck series one of those being in the xfinity series um super super cool for that
2: um also i think logano was kind of stupid Oh, he he was it. doing at one point. Yeah. He, he oh. wrecked and turned one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he, I mean, it's a big, you know, lot of cars going into turn one and he got wrecked. I mean, wasn't his fault, but really I don't think it was anybody's fault. It was just too many cars in one spot. Yeah. And he wrecked, uh, turn one, not really hard, but hard enough. It was actually, it's pretty decent, but hard enough to where it blew all the tires. Like every single tire was gone. So I listened to the in-car audio of, of that after he crashed, talking to the track workers. Yeah. And I listened to his interview on TV after the fact, too, when he was out of the race. So <laughs> yeah, that's two different things going on there. Man. And like, you have him saying the most cuss words I've ever heard Joey Logano say ever in my life and just cussing these thing track workers out because they're trying to push him back. And he's, and he's like, no, you're a bunch of idiots. I can't be pushed back. Hurry up. Hook me up. It's like, you want us to hook you up? He's like, yes, hook me up. You're an idiot. Hook me up. You know, basically kind of thing. Yeah. Like, all right, we're going to hook you in the rear. That's all I want. Hook me up in the rear. Let's tow me back. And what's he do when he gets back to the pits? He complains that he got dragged around the track. By the rear, and it destroyed the car. Yeah, I, you can't you can't win against some of these guys. It's just like that's just like the whole world right now. You can't win. Somebody's gonna be upset. Like like the end of the race, people are upset because that caution didn't th- didn't come out because Chase Briscoe stalled in the back straightaway. There, people are actually upset because the caution wasn't thrown. But any other time, if they threw a caution, they'd call that NASCAR trying to manipulate the race.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: And in this instance, they actually gave Chase Briscoe an extra like 25 seconds or so to see if he could get this car rolling. But he still couldn't. And they weren't going to let them race full speed coming off turn two with Chase Briscoe literally in the middle of the racetrack. Right. So they had to throw a caution. I know they didn't want it, want it to end that way, but NASCAR's kind of... They're going to have people hate the decision no matter what decision they make. If they had thrown a caution, everybody would be like, oh, it's race manipulation. They just want to, they just want to try to manipulate this... Fabricate this close finish at the end of the race. But if Chase Briscoe stays there, would they change the tune a little bit? <sighs> or would they still say it's race manipulation? I mean it doesn't matter like i, I was, was in there the, watching the end of that
1: race and i saw the 41
2: or who was it? he, he knew it, I, th- I thought i thought it was chase briscoe in the 41.
0: no in was, the uh, brian priest uh,
2: well, brian priest wasn't spun out so i think 14. it was a
1: 14. yeah so chase briscoe
2: um uh, i, I mean, mean i was in there watching and i knew they were getting
1: close and i was like man mm-hmm. you cannot you <laughs> cannot race Past as a card is setting still like you have to throw it. So I was a little disappointed I really thought maybe if we had one more restart true X could have done something so I Was hoping for you know that to be a caution and we go into over overtime or whatever overtime, whatever it was uh, But yeah, man, they had to throw that caution
2: Yeah, and I don't fault them for not throwing it faster Because they didn't want the caution in the race. Right. Or they didn't want the caution to, they didn't want NASCAR to affect the outcome of the race. Right. And I appreciate that. I do too. So to me, the whole, the way it ended is disappointing, but it's not, it's a non-issue. Yeah. Because that's just sometimes they end that way. You know, it's just how it goes. It is a sporting event. You can't have the best, best finish to a football game every single week. It's the really good finishes that make it the really like the not so good finishes make the good finishes even better. Right. So that's, right. that's that's how life is in general, you know, the not so good races make the races that like, like me and personally, when I told that story earlier about the 50 lapper and how I had to watch the whole thing from the infield after all that work, I just did a race like that makes a race where I got a win coming off of a broke foot that much sweeter, you know? So it's the same kind of deal with this. Uh, This weekend we have Richmond. Yes. Is there any particular thing you want to talk about when it comes to Richmond this weekend?
1: You know, honestly, not really. Um, here lately, Richmond has been kind of a snooze fest, but man, how can you not be excited about this? It is a short track, it is one of the I would say prominent short tracks. Like, there's no question about it. It's not a New Hampshire, it's not a Phoenix. Like, you know, it's a short track. Short track normally has short tempers, you have a lot of storylines coming out of Popano with denny hamlin versus alex bowman denny hamlin versus kyle larson you have Corey lejoy versus ryan priest uh austin Dillon versus tyler reddick and you even have joey lagano versus the safety team so (laughs) i mean literally anything could happen Uh, tensions are super high we're only i think four races until the playoffs so so urgency is starting to pick up going to places like uh richmond um Indianapolis road course, Daytona is the the, um, not season finale, but you know uh, the last one before the playoffs start. So last chance opportunities coming. You have to take spaces that might not be completely there yet. You know, you have to kind of guess before you have to be kind of four steps ahead of where you are currently when you're racing at Richmond, I think it's going to be a fantastic race and I'm really excited for it.
2: A lot of tempers going into this race and it's always fun to have those tempers going to a short track yes because then you don't feel bad about sending somebody in the turn one (laughs) (laughs) exactly not like pocono right (laughs) and uh
1: just so we're a little bit more clear because you know if you're not a participant so you might be a little bit uh, earlier we try to do a facebook live thing so for the participants the Fantasy Cup participants, this will be a prize race. The winner of this race will get a 2020, I said 2021 earlier, it's a 2020, 124 scale elite uh, Kentucky race win diecast, and the NASCAR authentic 164 scale Cole Custer uh, Kentucky win. So uh, if there are, obviously is more than one winner, uh, all the winners' name will be
2: placed in a hat, just like we did tonight, and a random name will be selected as the overall winner. Dude, I think that's going to I think that's going to wrap up the show for us. Yeah, Yeah, it probably probably, should. Yeah, probably. It's getting a little late. Um, I think we're going to not go over every single drafting partner tonight. We got some commercials up, you know, our drafting partners, you know, our podcast friends, we say them every week, go support all those guys, go support all their shops, everything. We'll get back onto all that. We'll get on track with that next week. Um, I want to thank everybody for listening to this week's show. If you would please rate, review, and follow all our social media accounts on Twitter and Instagram at In the Marbles Pod and on Facebook. You can also find our groups there and our fantasy cup group is on Facebook as well. And you can email the show at inthemarblespod at gmail.com and watermaneuver.net is where we have our shirts. You can just click the search by store tab on the top left corner, scroll down to in the marbles, and you'll find them there. And again, if you go to skinnymixes.com, use code marbles at checkout, you'll get 10% off your first order. And before we get out there, is there anything you want to add just one more time? As, As always, always peace, peace, love, and all of the above. And we'll see you next time in the Marbles.